Hello everybody, this is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Friday, October 20th, 2023. I have to apologize folks for being a day late with the news and views. Octobers are always a heavy month for me and this year's October has just absolutely slammed me with interviews along with a lot of housekeeping mechanics that I've had to do. So um, I wasn't able to get to this story yesterday, and I apologize for everybody waiting for the news and views. And just a reminder before we get into this story, I think you're going to find this story kind of interesting. But just for the housekeeping, there is no vid chat today. Obviously, that uh, vid chat will occur next week and at our usual time, so please keep watching uh, for the posting of the comments uh, part of the vid chat up in, in the members area this weekend. I do have to alert you that they are predicting rain moving back into the area of the country that I live in, so please keep your eyes peeled for any last-minute schedule changes. Uh, you know me, I don't take chances on the potential for severe weather if if there's going to be bad storms. Anyway, I want to talk about a story that you may have forgotten about. And this one is, to me, it's very, very interesting. And I, I have to tell you, when I read this, it's very creepy to me. You remember those bio labs in California that were discovered quite by accident where a bio lab was apparently set up surreptitiously in a warehouse and the only reason it was discovered was that there was plumbing fixtures on the outside of the warehouse that were both new and not according to regulation and not authorized. So the local authorities moved in and what they discovered inside this old warehouse was a bunch of biotech equipment. And there has finally been an arrest just yesterday. And um, there is a notice of this arrest on the Department of Justice website where all sorts of things are being alleged to have been committed by the person under arrest. So again... Uh, these are the allegations, and I'm going to be reading them directly from the Department of Justice website. And I want you to listen carefully because there's some things here that just don't sound right to me. So here we go. The heading is Arrest Made in Central California Biolab Investigation. And this is from the U.S. Attorney's Office of the Eastern District of California, and it is datelined Fresno, all right? So here we go, quote, Jia Beiju, also known as Jesse Zhu, also known as Kang He, also known as David He, 62 years, a citizen of China, who formerly resided in Clovis, 
was arrested today on a criminal complaint for manufacturing and distributing misbranded medical devices in violation of the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act and for making false statements to the Food and Drug Administration, U.S. Attorney Philip Talbert announced, quote, As part of his scheme, the defendant changed his names, the names of his companies, and their locations, unquote, U.S. District Attorney Talbert said, quote, The disarray at the Ridley Lab led to the glare of publicity he was trying to avoid, and the ensuing investigation unraveled his efforts to circumvent the requirements that are designed to ensure that medical devices are safe and effective, unquote. Now, I'm skipping a, just about a paragraph here to further into this news press release. Quote, According to court documents, between December of 2020 and March of 2023, that, in other words, will place it in the height of the planned scandemic, okay? Between December 2020 and March 2023, Zhu and others manufactured, imported, sold, and distributed hundreds of thousands of COVID-19 test kits in addition to test kits for HIV, pregnancy, clinical urinalysis, and other conditions in the United States and China. They did so through companies Universal Meditech Incorporated and Prestige Biotech Incorporated, which were based in Fresno and Reedley. UMI and PBI did not obtain the required authorizations to manufacture and distribute the test kits and mislabeled some of the test kits. When questioned by FDA officials, Zhu made false statements about his identity, his ownership and control of UMI and PBI, and the activities of UMI and PBI. And I'm skipping one more paragraph here and continuing with these final two paragraphs. Further investigations found that UMI first registered as a medical device manufacturer with the FDA in November of 2015 in Tulare and moved to Fresno in 2018. FDA records show that its registration lapsed in 2022, and it is no longer permitted to manufacture or import any in vitro diagnostic test kits in the United States. Any test kits that the company manufactured or imported after that date are considered misbranded medical devices. To manufacture, import, and distribute COVID-19 test kits in the United States during the pandemic, a company must have applied for and ultimately received an emergency use authorization from the FDA. According to FDA records, UMI applied for an EUA for its COVID-19 tests, but never received it due to major deficiencies in UMI's test studies, unquote. And at the end of this article, of course, there is the standard notification that the charges are only allegations and that the defendant is presumed innocent until and unless proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Now, I don't know about you, but there's a lot here that bothers me. 
and at the time of the discovery of those 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 biolabs i was offering the opinion that there was much more to this story than meets the eye and that i would not be a bit surprised that this whole thing might have somehow been an intelligence operation that somebody stumbled onto and that assessment of this particular story has not changed in fact if you paid attention to what I just read you, there are a number of factors here that, to me, seem to corroborate the idea that we're dealing with something here much bigger than merely not getting the proper licensing and papers and authorizations for medical tests. And I want to draw your attention to three of these things. Number one, Mr. Hay, if that indeed is his name, apparently and allegedly changed his name several times. Now, that would be an obvious thing for a criminal to do, but it would also be an obvious thing for someone involved in espionage or covert operations to do. The second thing to have noticed here is that his companies not only change their names, but apparently, according to this uh, press release, change their location. In other words, what I am suspecting that the Department of Justice, in its unclear language, might be implying is that these companies were moved several times in their official place of location or incorporation, and possibly with the move that new corporate papers were filed and the company simply magically changed its name. In other words, the companies are kind of corporate flying Dutchmen here. So in other words, not only is the individual, the CEO, changing his name, but the companies are changing their names and their place of corporate registration and location. Then you'll notice something very interesting in addition to all of this. He was engaged in the business of providing medical tests for various diseases, not just COVID-19, but pregnancy, clinical urinalysis, which would seem to imply something having to do with kidney health, and on top of that, HIV. Now, imagine if you are getting false tests or false positives or results that would indicate your kidneys are failing, and so on and so forth, or that your pregnancy is somehow in danger, or that you are displaying all the signs and symptoms of having contracted HIV when in fact you haven't, or ultimately that you have contracted COVID and that you haven't. Now, under any of those scenarios, if you are given a false test and then on the basis of the false test prescribed medication or therapy or some other treatment for that false test, you could be endangering your health. And given the fact that we're dealing with someone who apparently was shipping out all sorts of medical test kits in the hundreds of thousands, this leads me to believe all of these factors combined and together lead me to believe that we're still looking at an intelligence operation. And there is 
One final possibility here that I also want people to remember, and that was the defection of the chief of the Chinese counterintelligence to this country at about the time that all of this is taking place, and incidentally just shortly before the discovery of this warehouse, and now apparently these indictments uh, and charges apparently of the of the man allegedly running this whole operation and and note that the man was described at the beginning of this press release as a chinese citizen not simply someone that was chinese american so this looks to me to be increasingly suspicious i do not think we're getting the whole story here i think they're withholding a great deal uh, and my suspicion also is, is if this is an intelligence operation that they have uncovered, that they have charged this man initially, when in fact there are probably other people involved. You can't run a bio lab without having other people involved. So they have charged this man, I hope, I suspect, in the hopes of turning him and getting him to testify against his other compadres in whatever operation may have been going on here. This is a story I don't think is going to go away. It's going to be one to watch, and we'll see uh, over time if my, my suspicions here are correct that this was a Chinese intelligence and covert operation designed to create chaos and mayhem inside the American medical system. Imagine, folks, most of us come out of the plan scandemic with a very jaundiced and, um, in my opinion, entirely justified skeptical view of the health institutions in this country. Now, imagine if, in addition to just the plan scandemic problems, that you had similar problems going on with HIV, pregnancy testing, urinalysis, and so on, and a rash of false tests showing up all across the country. What that would have done to people's confidence in the healthcare system in this country, in government institutions, and in media reporting. So this is why I think we're looking at an intelligence operation. Time, of course, will tell. Anyway, don't forget we don't have any vid chat today. That will be next week. Keep your eyes peeled for the post in the members area on next week's vid chat. Get your comments and questions in, please. No later, you'll have a whole week. No later than Thursday night at 10 o'clock U.S. Central Time. And please keep your eyes peeled for any last-minute schedule changes due to bad weather or some other factor. Thank you again for your patience, everybody. Bye-bye, God bless, and we'll see you on the flip side.